What's up, everybody, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Lukewarm Games Podcast. We are talking about a special behind-closed-doors demo that Claire and I got to partake in during our time at PAX East this year. We got a chance to play The Mage Seeker, a League of Legends story developed by Digital Sun, published by Riot Forge, set in the League of Legends universe. This is an action RPG from the creators of Moonlighter, and we got to play a full hour of the game and chat with a member of the development team about the game, and we have a lot to say, so we wanted to take um, the next little bit on this bonus episode to chat with you about our experience with the game. Woohoo, here we go. Um, so for this one, I was playing with the controller and you yes. were watching right next to me and we were chatting with um, the development team yes. about this one. But um, what an incredible game. Yeah. I'm, I was totally caught off guard by this game. I'm, Claire, what were your expectations going into this demo before I just gush about this <laughs> one? Um, I didn't like really have any expectations. I didn't know what to expect. Um, we've mentioned on other shows that we um neither of us have like played league of legends sure um we haven't watched like arcane or anything we want to we just haven't gotten around to it um probably will soon after playing this game though yeah um because uh i was just like blown away by how cool it was um the lore the world how beautiful it was um and how impressive and polished and fun the gameplay looked yeah absolutely so we asked some specific questions of the development team about the game, but just to give like a quick premise for listeners who maybe are unfamiliar with this one. So like we said, from the creators of Moonlighter, Mage Seeker is an action RPG set in the League of Legends universe. You play as Silas, a mage now freed from years in ca- captivity, and you wield the chains that once bound you and liberate Demacia from the Mage Seeker's tyranny. So the main gameplay hook of this game, you play as Silas and you use your chains to steal um, magical powers of your Mm -hmm. enemies. And so there's a big element and focus on kind of puzzle solving s combat where you're stealing elemental powers to then use against enemies. And you can imagine that using elemental powers like um, water, electrical abilities and fire abilities are more effective against certain enemy types. Kind of think of like Pokemon. (laughs) Yeah. And so there's some amazing puzzle element and kind of strategy to combat where, you know, obviously water abilities are more effective against fire and vice versa and things like that. So kind of navigating combat. In addition to that, your just base blade combat is very satisfying. Mm -hmm. We got to play two different levels in the game, an early stage level to kind of set the stage for the story, and then a level, I believe it was level the fourth level in the game. So um, as opposed to Moonlighter, which was a pretty open-ended experience, this is a linear action RPG, so it differs from the game a little bit in that sense. But in the later section of the game, it was especially cool because we got to see Um, Kind of the full arsenal, if you will, in terms of different powers and abilities. We got to do a boss fight and we got to see the scale of this game. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just incredibly striking. It's so stylish and so engaging. And um, we didn't talk about the visuals, too, but um, the hand painted illustrations are are really, really cool, really, really colorful. Um, And for someone who has no familiarity 
familiarity with League of Legends, one of my first questions for the developer was, um, does it matter? Am right. I still going yeah. to enjoy this game, essentially? And um, he was very quick to say, like, most of the team had no experience with League of Legends. Um, and he actually told us the story of kind of the origins of how this game came to be, which I found really interesting. Yeah. Um, which basically um, Riot Games approached Digital Sun and said that they really, really enjoyed Moonlighter and asked them if they'd like to pitch a game within the League of Legends universe. And so they said, sure. And they eventually came up with this pitch for Mage Seeker starring a character that could steal powers Mm -hmm. from other enemies. And so... Um, Riot Games was like, that's interesting, da, 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 and didn't get back to them for right. a few days. And then a few days later, they announced the character of Silas. Right. And so at the time, the development team was told that they didn't get contacted right away because Riot was like, did someone leak our new right. character? Like, what what is going what on happened? here? What the heck happened? And it, it was just kind of a, a coincidence that they were, they like, were no, on no, no, totally, operating totally on similar <laughs> similar wavelength. Yeah. And, um, you know, it worked out perfectly because after they announced this character, then it was like, oh, great. We have the story set up for what we want our gameplay hook right. to be. So I thought that was pretty incredible. But essentially, they assured us that This game is intended for folks who love action RPGs. And then it's an added bonus if you're familiar with League of Legends to then get the little Easter eggs and visual nods and references to characters within the established universe. But this is a standalone story that you can enjoy from start to finish with no experience. Yeah, it kind of seemed like it was like how we we enjoy our, you know, Andors of the Star Wars universe where we get to see, you know, it's not the main character and you don't really need to know that much about Star Wars in order to enjoy that show. But it's this journey that you're going on. Yeah, it's part of the world and it's just cool to exist in that world with some new characters. Yeah, and I'm in our conversation we were chatting about like, how I imagine for fans of League of Legends, it's really cool to see the universe expanded in different ways, similar to what you're saying about Andor and just like see new yeah. elements of the world, see new sections of the world and get to experience these characters in a different way and a different gameplay setting. Um, so, yeah, getting into it a little bit, it was just incredibly fun to experience the combat and there was a little bit of a learning curve like any demo so i appreciated getting some extra hands-on time and just being able to kind of really understand um the combat structure right and yeah there's the a unique mechanic so like i said you're stealing powers from elemental enemies and to do that you're holding down the trigger and then you're pointing the right thumbstick towards the enemy mm-hmm. and then after you do that you're doing a similar function to then use the right trigger to aim and fire that projectile that right. you've stolen and so once you get that um little loop under control and you understand how it functions it's really satisfying to dodge and parry and use heavy and light attacks with your chains but then you're also having this um strategic management moment of when do i use these special abilities that i'm stealing from enemies and then it was also cool like even in the boss fight you can steal powers from enemies and it's this fun like oh i wonder what power that enemy is going to give me when you encounter a new enemy um that's in addition to um there's another mechanic where as you do regular hits, so light and heavy attacks with your 
your blades, you're essentially earning mana right. that then you can use for your own slew of magic abilities within those yeah, elemental your, your styles. Spells that you can yeah, those spells. actually craft and then... Right. It seemed like that was a really interesting mechanic where you can have, like, four equipped yep. at any given time, and you have to, like, be really strategic about which ones you have because you don't know what sort of enemies you're going to encounter. That's one of the things he said in the interview. Mm-hmm. Um and then, like, you learn new spells as you go and, you know, free the other mages that you find um, in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it sounds like that's just really interesting that there are all these different combinations that you could have yeah. and experiment with. And there was some nice strategy to it, like you were saying, of, like, each power, um, you know, did different things. So, right. for example, there was a shield-based one where if you used... If you activated it, you'd regain health over time. Right. There was another one where you could unleash a giant fireball or call a lightning storm down. They had different mana costs as well. Yeah, and some were some were higher higher level costs and some were lower level costs. So there was that risk reward of do you use a fireball on a low level enemy or do you save it for the boss when you have more mana? Right. And then it was cool too because like instead of like having to find vials to pick up to increase your mana using your light and heavy attacks to then regain mana really incentivized you to kind of get into the nitty gritty of combat. And even on the boss, like there was a boss that I fought that or more of like a mini boss, if you will, but like a, I was like a gold shielded knight looking character. And, um, that enemy only took damage from your spells. And so you still had to like, so you were essentially doing light and heavy attacks on all the smaller enemies to then build up high level magic spells to then use on the boss. And so there's a really nice like give and take to combat and that variety and that level of strategy and options just really kept it consistently engaging for Mm -hmm. me. And I I was dying a fair bit through the demo, but I thought it was a nice amount of challenge and there are some difficulty options and accessibility features within the game that we asked about. So um, I, I remember he mentioned things like you'll be able to kind of modify your gameplay experience. Like if you want specific enemies to be more challenging, if you want to kind of scale back the combat so you're more experiencing the story and just you want to feel like a god, you have that option as well. So you can kind of tailor your gameplay experience to what you are trying to get out of it, which I really yeah. appreciated. That's awesome. Um, the combat looked really yeah satisfying. there was definitely a weight to it and even with just the heavy and light chain attacks it felt really good and you also get to use your chains in traversal so you can use your chains to like pull yourself towards right. enemies and it's it's kind of funny talking about a godlike character with chains coming off of god of war ragnarok because it's like oh this sounds like god of war ragnarok but i would say within this like 2d top-down action rpg art style and really stylized world it feels unique within Mm -hmm. this type of game and within this kind of scale of game yeah i think there's i i'm sure some influence from the god of war series because you can see it but when it plays this well and looks this unique and then they have those combat elements with magic abilities and different strategy where you're stealing powers from each other, it's just like this game really separated itself Yeah. for me. And I think when we were initially going to see it, I was like, oh, this could be cool. It Like, this is a pretty high-profile title to be yeah. invited to. Like, I, I want to cover it just to kind of gain the experience of seeing a, 
a big game at a, from being showcased by a big publisher. Yeah. But then when I learned that it was from Digital Sun, I was incredibly excited. And you can see a lot of the DNA from Moonlighter in terms of the combat style. Right. But it's interesting because we asked directly about, like, how do you get from Moonlighter to this game? And it it was kind of interesting of, like, the pitch opportunity came at the right time. They were interested in exploring action RPGs. And there are elements of the combat that definitely were built up in right. this game. and. Yeah, um, he definitely explained it as, while like... While there's not a shop mechanic, you can no, see yeah. the, the this through is a, line. This is a whole new game, but yeah. the, in terms of the art style and, like, the the game direction and the talent behind Moonlighter, like, they brought that all over. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, like, it's like a skin, almost. <laughs> in a sense, but, like, it, I, I feel like it's so much... That's what I mean of, like, I was so the, caught the off guard with this demo. The entire vibe and the, the, the style, not, like, just aesthetically. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. 100%. For sure. But, um... Yeah, I just was totally caught off guard that I enjoyed it as much as we did. And it was really fun because um, friends of the show, Joseph Hooper and Jacob McCourt, also got a chance to demo the game. And Joseph was actually playing it in the room with us. But they had like (laughs) they had these black curtains up with like sectioned off little demo areas for each each person. Um, And then a member of the dev team um, was running that demo. And so we got out of the demo and we were messaging in our group chat like, oh my gosh, this game, this game, this is incredible. And Joseph Hooper um, messaged something along the lines of like, this game fucks. Uh-huh, and he yeah. meant it in the most like genuine way. And it it just like, it hit because this was, I'm, I think one of the very few games at PAX East that I came away from being like, man, if I had no other obligations right now, at this convention and this game was available right now, I would go back to the hotel right now and download it on my steam deck and keep playing. Cause right. I just yeah. enjoyed the moment to moment so much. I can't wait to continue to master the combat. I can't wait to see how boss encounters and enemy encounters evolve over time right. and how that um, magic stealing ability kind of progresses right. throughout the game. Because just between the first level that we played and the, the second level that we played four levels in, there was just so many new elements that were being introduced right. and new layers to combat and things. So I can only imagine how they're going to scale right. that over time that it's really, really exciting. Well, we also haven't even talked about the other element of the game, which is the, the RPG element of building out the, the camp. Yeah, absolutely. Where they, um, you know, you recruit mages that you rescue and then you can kind of like expand on your weapons mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, build out this camp. Yeah, I liked the visual element of that as well, and I thought that was kind of this ver- this game's version of Moonlighter's shop. Yeah, a in a bit. sense of there is Seems that like kind it. of management, not management sim, but like you're overseeing, you're seeing this all come together, and it kind of also ties into the narrative and gameplay in a fun way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it it looks like it just has a really rewarding gameplay loop. I think that they they kind of had lightning in a bottle with Moonlighter in terms of, you know, wanting to keep going. And I think that this will yeah. have that as well. It certainly seems like. And I would say, like, for folks that are, like, maybe trepidatious about jumping into this one of, like, you enjoyed Moonlighter, but this looks drastically different, or you're not familiar with League of Legends or things like that, like, this combat system feels like 
Hades meets God of War yeah. meets <laughs> Moonlighter. Like, it's so much fun. Yeah. And I don't, I hate even comparing it to other games because I, I think it just, it feels so good. And yeah, it, like, and aesthetically, it feels its own thing. Yeah. But I guess I'm just trying to give touch points of, like... Yeah, yeah. If you enjoy a cool action RPG and you watch that initial announcement trailer and you think this looks cool, the game plays better and mm. feels better than it looks. And it looks great. Yeah. So I would just say, like, please check it out. It's coming out so soon. Um, at the 18th. end of our demo, they gave us this amazing sizzle... Tr- real trailer yeah. that was just the most Looked hype really cool. thing of all time and it had amazing music and voice acting and just cool highlights of things that are going to come in the game but yeah coming april 18th um i want to look at the platforms real quick i have the press kit open here so just one moment while i so the game is coming to um playstation 5 playstation 4 xbox series x and s playstation or i'm sorry xbox one switch and pc so it's basically it's coming to everything nice so you have all the options i feel like based on playing this i would love to play this on a tv but i also feel like this would be very fun on like my switch oled or a steam deck right. like it it lead, lends itself lends well itself to that to portability yeah fair enough so cannot wait for mage seeker yeah. this was my game of the show i can't wait to play at PAX it too. east i, I adored it. it i adored it i adored it um so please check out the game you can wish list it now on yeah. steam actually i think you can pre-purchase it now on steam yeah. 29.99 which bang and deal for for the excellent game that we played so this is coming out once again april 18th um look for some review coverage i'm sure upon launch yes um cannot wait to play more of this one absolutely and for more pax east coverage you can go ahead and check out our best of pax east 2023 awards where we talk briefly about mage seeker but a lot of in-depth coverage of all all the the other other games games (laughs) that we played so um be sure to to check that one out it's a lot of fun pax east was a blast thank you so much to the team over at digital sun um, shout out to Jackie Collins, who does PR for Riot. Mm-hmm. Um, wonderful to work with your team, and everyone was just such a pleasure um, to work with during the preview yes, event. So, absolutely. thank you so much for the opportunity, and yeah. really, really enjoyed Mage Seeker. More coverage to come. Thanks, everybody.